Welcome to episode number 125 of Thyroid Nation Radio Live Talk Show and Podcast brought to you by Just Thrive Probiotics. I'm Dana. And I'm Tiffany and we'll be your host for today. Today we are talking again for the second or third time, we aren't quite sure, (laughs) probably three, the fabulous functional medicine nutritionist, educator, and speaker, Andrea Nakayama. We are so excited. We love her, evidently. (laughs) We love her. And she's so lovely. She really is so so lovely. She is. (laughs) Well, of course, we want to take a thank you or take a minute and say thank you to our sponsor, Thrive Probiotic. It is very unique, spore-based probiotic, uh, able to be purchased over the counter. So that's super important. No practitioner needed. Verified to survive gastric acid, gluten, dairy, sugar-free, non-GMO. Proven to reduce endotoxins, reduce triglycerides, and and symptoms of leaky gut. So we're so excited that they chose to sponsor Thyroid Nation Radio. We want to make sure that you check them out. Dana and I both take them with great success. ThriveProbiotic.com. Yeah, definitely get on their their email list. They have some great specials and just fabulous information. So ThriveProbiotic.com. Yeah and, yeah, and studies that come out, which is very cool, particularly with autism and lots of things, lots of things. So we could talk about benefits. I get a lot less fatigue, less brain fog, wonderful elimination. <laughs> TMI for the morning. Good morning. Oh, my goodness. More energy. Let's just skip right over that. More energy. Uh-huh. Well, let's face it, that is an issue for thyroid patients. We know that. So that is kind of a, yeah, put myself on the line there. Uh, With no further ado, this lovely lady, she'll be a fabulous switch of conversation. (laughs) And let's get this thyroid nation thriving. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Dana and Tiffany. Thank you for your sweet introduction. I'm so flattered and honored to be here with you. (laughs) Well, you're welcome. We, We We love you. We just um, we love all of your information and what you do, and we're so excited to have you on the show. And and always, I have to tell you, we all we laugh, you know. And people ask us, um, you know, what goes on. Like the seconds before the show goes live, we are literally cracking up almost every just time. Just all hell so breaks we, loose. Yeah, if, if we sound a little, you know, silly, that's why we can't help it. We get together on the phone and we just love each other and love doing the show, and we just giggle. So. I'm actually happy to talk poop and giggle a little bit more. So that's one of my favorite topics. (laughs) It is healing, right? Laughing is healing. I think laughing Laughing is is healing for sure. Yeah. So we definitely handle that portion. (laughs) So how are you? What's new and exciting in the fabulous world of Andrea Nakayama? So much. First, I'm just going to ask you and make sure you can hear me okay, because I'm using a new microphone. So that's new. You sound great. It sounds okay, good. Awesome. What kind is it? Awesome. Oh, my gosh. You should see how many microphones I have surrounding me. It's a little <laughs> ridiculous how many I need for different things. So I can't even – I don't even know what it is. But it's a new one I'm trying. So fingers crossed. And there's lots new and exciting. And in our world here, we've been um, – growing and rebranding and trying to reach more people with everything we're doing, both patients and the practitioners that I, that I train. So I'm really excited about what's going on in our world. And I know we'll talk about some of it today because some of it really is 
understanding better the role that nutrition and functional nutrition play in our health and healing. And I, I think there are a lot of misconceptions around that. Ooh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right, were, let's you, start off. Go ahead, Dan. I was just going to say while you were talking and saying all the things that you're doing and things, I started having all these like, oh, we should talk about this. Oh, we should talk about this. Oh, I'm going to ask her this. And at the end of, your, of what you said, I was like, now what was I going to say? <laughs> just had and I just kept thinking, pop I in. just kept thinking full circle nutrition. That's what you do. You train practitioners. You train physicians. You train the patients. I mean, it's just, it's just a full circle nutrition, which is so very important for everyone to kind of be on the same page, which I'm sure we're going to, get to that a little bit later, but let's start off. We, we love to hear, and we know we've talked to you before many times, and, but for the listeners, tell us a little bit about how you got involved. Uh, it's a pretty intense uh, story, so how you got mm-hmm. involved into functional medicine. Yeah, it's a, it is an interesting story, and when you ask that, I'm thinking about the fact that uh, my, my son turned 17 this past weekend, oh which my is God. mind-blowing. Hey. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I know, it was a big deal. And um, we were listening to some of the tapes of when he, was, when he was born, the tapes that his dad and I had made for him, telling him his birth story and talking to oh, him. Wow. And, you know, that brings me back to what got me here, which is that my husband, Isamu, was diagnosed with a, a brain tumor, a very aggressive brain tumor, when I was seven weeks pregnant with our son, who's now 17. And um, we did a lot to keep him alive and sustain his life. He was given about six months to live and lived about two and a half years. So he died over 15 years ago now. Um, So it was, you know, pretty special to listen to those tapes and to have our son Gilbert really take that in at this point in his life. When I had played them in the past, he wasn't really ready for them. But the experience I had with, Isamu being treated like a dead man by the medical field and then you know the stress I went through during that time while my hormones were changing and transitioning my own subsequent diagnosis with Hashimoto's uh, later after he died several years after he died and just a real passion for the role that diet, lifestyle modification, nutrition can make in our healing prognosis, that catapulted me to completely redefine my career. I put myself back through years of school and was able to bring something fairly unique to a nutrition practice. And I didn't realize it was really unique until other practitioners were coming to me asking me to speak into the results I was getting in practice. And that catapulted me to um, create a training program to really learn more about systems and frameworks that work for teaching people the way I think and the way I approach a case. And um, functional medicine is really a huge part of what inspired me. So I always like to say that addressing the underserved population of patients who just aren't getting better, who are sick and not getting better, that's my mission. My mission is there are millions, billions of people who are trying and trying and trying and just not getting better. That's my mission. And my passion is that functional medicine has some of the tools that help us get there 
and I've taken it on to translate those tools into the realm of real diet and lifestyle modification and train an army of practitioners who can who can work in these ways. So that's my quick story. <laughs> if, if we want to talk more into it, I'm happy to. But um, yeah, it's been quite a journey. And, and although there are hardships, I feel really blessed to be making an impact on individual people's lives and on a movement of changing the way we do healthcare. That's just so inspiring and so empowering. Really I just want to stand up and give it like an ovation because that is, it's so needed and it's just, I'm just kind of looking out my window, just shaking my head thinking we're, you know, so lucky to have you, people like you mm, out you. there. It's really, really a uh, big deal. So I'm just kind of in a flower well, filled moment. Place, the place that you started from, you know, I oh, mean, definitely. to me that, that provides a passion that's, that mm-hmm. is, it can't be unparalleled, manufactured mm-hmm. any other mm-hmm. way, you know, for you to say, this is how important this really is. You know, it's, it's, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that it just yeah, sounds so it, silly it when I hear myself me. say important, you know. Well, the I word think, you know, we all have stories, right? We all have stories that drive us forward. And I, I always call it post-traumatic growth is what I went through because you can bet it was mm-hmm. a trauma. But I I saw that something needed to be done, and I I went into action. And there's a way in which I carry my husband's name forward. You know, I say it, Isamu, all the time. My love for him, my commitment to him and what we were building together, it lives on in this really powerful way where we can impact so many people's lives. And the truth is, the healthcare model as it exists has many benefits, but it isn't serving the chronically ill very well. And and we do need to solve that. We need to resolve that. And the role of nutrition and prevention. I mean, my goodness, yeah. you would think that, that ideally in the future, you know, uh, a, a role of the physician is, is, hey, let's keep you well. Let's not get sick. Let's Let's not you know, utilize uh, that part of me. Let's try to keep you well. And and nutrition plays such a huge role in that, particularly for thyroid patients. You know, give me a percentage, Andrea. What do you think the percentage is that nutrition plays in thyroid wellness? Oh, I'd have Hmm. to say 100%. Wow. See, that's what I mean. I mean, that's the thing. And so many people think, well, I have a thyroid problem. I take this pill and I go about right. my business and I'm not well and this and that. We forget that, that nutrition and lifestyle is really the, the defining change in, in how well you are. Yes, and I'm not saying that nutrition alone will do the trick to resolve all problems, but it's a yes and situation. So I'm not saying that we don't need more medical intervention at times, but if we bypass the work that we need to do for ourselves in the diet, lifestyle modification, nutrition terrain, then we are working on slippery, a slippery slope. It's not really concrete ground. So that's why I say 100%. I'm not saying it will 100% get you to your goals, but it's a necessary component, and that's why we need to work in tandem as practitioners. A physician isn't going to know 
how to implement diet and lifestyle modification to meet the individual needs of a thyroid patient. They're just not. Most of them aren't. 99.9% right. will not, which doesn't mean they don't know it's necessary. It's just that the individual needs require the insights of somebody who is properly trained uh -huh. to work with an individual. I mean, food is tricky. Not only is uh -huh. it tricky physiologically, it's tricky psychologically, it's tricky sociologically. There's so many tricky aspects, and that should be left to the scope of somebody who fully understands that clinical insight from that perspective, from that lens. Well, and so not to me mention how individual everybody is. You know, I yeah. mean, can you imagine going to just a, a, you know, a regular, you know, MD who's trained in, in, you know, all this incredible information, but there's but not so many other factors. <laughs> oh, well, not nutrition, but there's so many other factors, you know, histamine issues. And I mean, just exactly. so many things, it's so individual, you, you really have to take the person and kind of break everything down. Doctors just exactly. can't Exactly. And that's do a that. process. Yeah, they don't have the time, and honestly, they don't have the scope. They don't. That's not what they've studied. That's, that's not their lens in. Right. Yeah, and really under, having somebody understand that whole picture, that full picture like you're talking about, and asking why. If this person has histamine issues or if they can't eat grains, why? What's happening here? Is that a long-term or a short-term? And I think that one of the things that gets very tricky with diet and lifestyle modification is we as patients think we can get it from a book. That diet worked for everybody else who has this right. condition. It should work for me. And when it doesn't, we then feel frustrated, we might eliminate more foods, or we might say, you know, forget it, I'm not doing any of it, and that takes work. It's a process. I, I really yeah. like that you said that because healing, it really is a process. You know, we're so mm -hmm. uh, geared towards instant gratification right. uh, here in the States, and, you know, it does seem like a lot of people – probably myself included at sometimes, you know, you want to go to the doctor and you, because, you know, you take an Advil and it's an instant fix. So you want to go to the doctor and say, I want to take a pill. You want the instant fix. It's, it's hard to kind of retrain uh, everybody to, to be able to be okay with the process, be okay with the yeah. pill just isn't going to do it. Right. The pill isn't going to do it at, because it does, it's just masking instead of really asking why a lot of times. But also what I find really interesting to your point, Dana, is that um, we, we live in a culture, a day and age now, where we really want to celebrate our individuality, right? So there are like half-size bras and half-size shoes and beds that conform to your body and jeans that are just the right fit if you have these curves or you're straighter, right? All these areas, Spotify accounts where we make our own um, tracks and then we get recommendations that are based on our likes and dislikes, same for books, right? All of that is individualized, and yet when it comes to our health, we want a packaged uh, solution. That's what I don't understand. That's yeah. where I get really confused. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm trying to tell you that you're an individual, and you're trying to look for a quick fix that bypasses your individuality. So let's back up here and talk about how unique you are. Well, and genetics plays a huge role. I mean, there's there's people that can and can't do certain things. I mean, 
uh, is that something that you see the functional nutrition, you know, moving towards as far as individuality is concerned? Well, genetics is tricky in medicine, and I think the tide is turning a little bit in a, in a favorable di- direction, which is more towards understanding epigenetics. And I, I'll I'll click on that in a second and talk about epigenetics. But I think of the genetics as the backdrop, or as I teach it to practitioners, genetic testing is like the wallpaper. So we can't rely on genetics to define the therapies or the interventions because we don't know from genetic testing whether something is turned on or off. We just know it's there. And you can actually see that a person has two different genetic markers or um, SNPs, single nucleotide polymorphisms, that dictate different things if you were to base your therapies on the fact that they exist alone. And that's because one is on and one's off, and we don't know which. So that's why I look at it as a backdrop. It's one piece of the puzzle. Oh, okay, this person has an MTHFR or a COMT. I need to know that as I'm looking at their whole picture, but that information does not define the intervention. And I think that's another mistake that people are making these days, moving to the genetics as a marker for what they actually do day in and day out or what interventions are brought up. And that actually is shifting the genetics because they're, they're shifting that gene expression. Right. And relying on the genetics alone actually has proven to offer some changes as well. That wasn't as easy as, as thought to be mm-hmm. either. Right. So, I love that. I love the fact that you're saying it is part of the conversation and part of the treatment plan, but it's not a a reliant fact. You don't rely entirely on that. I want to jump ahead, and instead of going to mistakes at the end, I want to hit the mistakes first and then talk about um, the genetic, the the three tiers to the genetic mastery, if that's okay with you. I want to hit the mistakes first. What are the biggest mistakes that you see people with, with thyroid conditions making when it comes to diet and and reversing signs and symptoms. We just want to know about the biggest mistakes that you see thyroid patients making. I think we actually touched on some of them, but we should probably talk into them. So one of them is bypassing the work they have to do themselves every day, every single day. Go to sleep, look at stress reduction, balance blood sugar, poop right? Like bypassing all of that to go for, let me see that famous doctor who's going to tell me everything. I'll read their book. I'll do exactly what they say. So they're bypassing their own bioindividuality to go for something that they think will remedy everything. There's one, you know, pill protocol or practitioner out there who's going to bring all the solutions, right? So (laughs) I think that's one mistake that patients make is bypassing what I'll explain is tier one and tier two in favor of tier three, which is give me the pill that addresses the dysfunction as opposed to looking at the terrain in which the dysfunction manifested. So that's number one, really ignoring self to go for that uh, holy grail of fix-its. So I'll stop there before I talk about other mistakes. Anything, any questions about that or any thoughts that you guys have? Nope. Nope. 
I'm do good. Do you see that or do you experience it? You get, you get it. Does that make yeah. sense? Gets, that totally. lands the pin, as we like to say. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a huge mistake that I see, that we bypass that. Another mistake that I would say I see in thyroid patients is that um, they're also looking for how they can manage it themselves with a sort of, I'm going to say a packaged system, whether that packaged system is if I eat autoimmune paleo, that will work for me, or if I go on a GAPS diet or drink bone broth, And the truth is, again, there's a bio-individuality that we need to pay heed to, and that can become really frustrating. So that is another mistake that I see in our uh, client population, in our clinic, because we get what we call the big bigs or the huge bigs, meaning there's a lot of big issues going on in the body, and they've already made a big effort. So people are coming to us on these healing or therapeutic diets, and they're not getting better. They've just been in a a rat race. And, you know, we can back that up to a person who's not doing 100% of a healing diet and, you know, complaining that they're not getting results. So we we sometimes also see people who say, I'm um, mostly gluten-free, you know, that doesn't work if gluten's an issue for you. (laughs) So, like, that's another mistake that we're, we're doing it in a partial way where we do have to experience what does it mean to do this fully and do I feel a difference? And if not, where do I raise my hand and ask a question? I I love that. I mean, not going to derail you though. Keep going. No. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> don't. You know, those are the big mistakes I see. So those would be three. I would say bypassing to what I call tier three, which is addressing the dysfunction without addressing the terrain. Um, adopting packaged systems that aren't necessarily going to work for you. And then um, also not doing something fully so you could feel whether it makes a difference for you or not. Perfect. Perfect. Now, how about, um, I mean, it, it kind of applies to the same thing, uh, and we probably could fit it right in there. But, you know, we talked about dietary mistakes, lifestyle mistakes, supplement mistakes in particular. I mean, <laughs> supplements to me are something that can be really beneficial and can really stick a roadblock in there for some people. Any, any like, feedback on that at all? Yeah, absolutely. So this is, again, and, and I, I have to just kind of say, I think there's a lot of confusion around what nutrition is and what functional nutrition is. And when we're looking through the lens, the functional nutrition lens, or what I believe nutrition to be and what I, what I train people to do, is to think clinically. So we're not just saying, oh, hey, I'm an advocate of always taking this a strain of probiotics at this CFU and eating a paleo diet, so that's for everybody. That's not nutrition. For me, functional nutrition is somebody who can think clinically about the whole person and be able to determine what that person needs and to start low and go slow. So one area where people can really get messed up is with their probiotics. And probiotics are awesome. I'm a huge fan of probiotics and probiotic therapy. But based on the microbial terrain, there might be specific needs 
for the individual that have to come from a therapeutic lens. So one probiotic may not be the right one for that individual. It, the dosing may be too high. So we cannot go just to from zero to 60 with something like probiotics. We have to think through a therapeutic lens. And almost everything falls into that terrain. If we go back to the genetics, and think about the MTHFR that I know is very popular to think about these days, not everybody can methylate properly, which is, has to do with their liver function. And when that's the case, we have to look at, yes, they need a complex of B vitamins, but they may not do well, especially at the beginning, with even a singular dose. And so where do we not take it off the table forever? Because we know it's necessary. We see the markers that tell us it's necessary. They have a, a SNP in the MTHFR polymorphism. They have a high homocysteine marker. We know they need that B vitamin support. And yet, when they take it, they feel worse. So, of course, there's quality standards with supplements. That's number one, you know, working with somebody who can make sure they're prescribing the right thing. But number two is start slow, start low and go slow for the individual. What's their dosing? That's the orthomolecular lens that Linus Pauling brought into light, um, you know, years earlier, decades earlier. So, Orthomolecular means that every person's need for a nutrient is different. There's different dosing that's right for that individual. And I think a lot of people just take the nutrient that's been talked about on a summit or on a podcast and go for it. So that's another thing I have concern about. I have two other things I have concerns about <laughs> supplements. Should I go on? <laughs> I, I would absolutely. I would love to just throw in there, though. And now with the MTHFR, uh, they're talking about, you know, uh, the CBS SNP that can actually be yes. problematic to the therapy of treating someone with MTHFR. You know, I yes. mean, they're it, in in the infancy, or not really infancy, we'll say toddlership. I don't know of of genetics, right? And understanding how all of these things work together. It really is an awesome. Uh, you know, we're we're just coming into an awesome era as far as really being able to tailor things. But don't you see it's it's kind of like, you know, you're sort of like tippy-toeing, like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it still mm-hmm. boils down to the person feeling well, right? I mean, it, with yes. all of this information that can be so overwhelming, I mean, for everybody, I mean, just in the, in the process that I've seen uh, since becoming uh, a thyroid uh, patient, is the change and and how it's awesome when people can really wrap their head around. This may have been true five years ago, but right now this is what's changing. So we have to be willing to listen to the changes that are happening, to the information that's becoming more prevalent. Don't you think it's changing the way patients become well? And I know you're referring to Ben Lynch, right, Ted? Yes, I I love Ben Lynch, and I love the way that he is willing to say, Okay, so this was what we thought, but now we see this as another factor that's affecting this. I love the way he's willing to go, okay, this is, this is new. You know, uh-huh. it, it just makes a patient feel like, okay, I'm not absolute, and this, as we know, this is going to change. And I love the fact that he's willing to admit that just straightforward right off the bat. You know, it makes him very 
very human and not to mention, in, in my opinion, very intelligent because really there's no absolutes. We don't know everything and, and you know, fractionally we're probably, you know, know very little. So we, we depend on people being well and, and I'm one of those people. I have the CBS SNP. I have, you know, two copies of the MTHFR and I have felt, Andrea, to be honest, like a guinea pig. For many years in the thyroid community, I'm like, oh, God, that's not working for me. But this person is so smart. They've got to have all the answers, right? But, oh, my God, I feel like I just got hit by a frigging car, you know? Yeah. And And just to extend a little bit of the love for Dr. Ben Lynch, who's a good friend of mine, you know, he really – one of the reasons I really appreciate him, and he actually interviewed me last week. I'll be interviewing him this week. One of the reasons I (laughs) I really appreciate his work, and his new book is coming out pretty soon here. I know. um, is that uh, he speaks more about the epigenetics. He really does say we can't look at the genes in isolation. And that's where it comes back to what are those genes bathed in? And when we talk about what those genes are bathed in, it really is the actions that we as patients engage in every day. Every single day, the stress we're exposed to, the air we breathe, the water we drink, the sheets we sleep on, the food we eat. And I don't mean that to be overwhelming. I mean that to be empowering. There's so much we can do each and every day to shift the course of the gene expression, but more importantly, how we feel and what we can get done in the world. I got stuff to do in the world. I don't want to be taken down by my symptoms. You know, and I've got thyroid issues too, right? So I want to keep top notch in how I feel and as resilient as I can so I can keep doing this work and impacting more people's lives. So that means I'm my own guinea pig as well. And I I totally derailed you, but I just had to give a shout out to him because we just love him. He Mm -hmm. is so just, he's just real. And, and yeah. Yeah. So shout out it to makes Dr. Him Ben. Seem, okay. It makes him seem relatable and reliable that he's he willing to, to, um, to, willing to go to admit. there. Yeah, right, to go there. To I loved it. listening to him on the Genetic Summit because that's when he yeah. really said, well, you know, all this that we've been putting into the MTHFR, there seems... Tiff? Yeah, there. I lost you for a second. Yeah, Tiffany, are you there? Oh, are we lost? Oh, we lost Tiffany. That's what yeah. happened. Yeah, where'd she go? <laughs> I don't she know. Was, she was on a roll. <laughs> yeah, waxing on about our friend Dr. Ben Lynch. Yeah, and he's going to be on the show in January, I think, when his book launches. Oh, but no, awesome! He he That's really great. is. He's so relatable, and the fact that I know she yeah. was talking about the well, summit that, that he you know, there. Tiff, huh? we lost yeah, you. We for lost like you. Thirty seconds. You did. Oh my yes. gosh! Well, I don't know. I'm sitting here. Well, where did I go? Did I don't I get know. That off t- <laughs> what did What did you get? Did you when I was listening to the genetic summit? That part. That's all we said. That's all we heard. Oh wow. Anyways, it was great because he talked about people. Uh, well, not in the genetic summit, but people that have low histamine being problem. You know, there was you know so many people that were reliant on the histamine level. But there are people that can have so much of a problem they don't have any histamine, and that would right. be me. So it was very mm-hmm. refreshing to have him, you know, those rare situations or things that that um, 
intertwined together. But I don't, I don't want to get you off. You said I have yeah, more things to talk about with supplements. So. Yeah, well, so there's two other things yeah. I want to. Yeah, and there's one thing that I think will speak to what you just said. So I'm going to do another one first and then come back to that one. But one other concern I have with supplements is is mixes of supplements, supplements that are trying to do too many things with too many different nutrients, that messes with my start low, go slow philosophy because we don't know if something doesn't work or it does work, which nutrient was responsible for that. So I'm not a fan of like big multivitamins. I'd rather get the diet and the nutrients in through food and get the digestive system able to utilize the nutrients from food, and then come in with targeted therapies that are right for the individual. So I am not a fan of the like hit it with one thing that does everything unless I've custom built a supplement for the tested needs of that individual. Otherwise, not a fan of the multi anything. I have concerns about it. So that was one thing. But speaking to what you were talking about, Tiffany, I can guess that a lot of people listening to the show right now will hear you talking about your genetic SNPs and your problem with histamine and say, maybe that's me. And they'll go down a rabbit hole that's looking for that to be their solution. And I call this the epigenetics of the online telesummit, where there's people giving <laughs> recommendations for conditions that are in their bag of tricks other, you know, other experts like me, and people are doing those things based on somebody talking about it. They're self-diagnosing, hey, that's me, what Tiffany said, that must be true about me. Right. I'm going to now think that that's my issue and go on this rabbit hole of looking for that as the solution. Or if Tiffany says that these supplements worked for her for that condition, that's how I feel. I'm going to do that too. So that's another problem, not just with the packaged diet protocols, but also with, with the, the supplements. And so many, you will see that as whenever I'm on a summit, I will never speak into protocol. I will always speak into how we approach the case because anything I can tell you about what's necessary for an individual or for my health isn't necessarily true for you. My good friend, Dr. Isabella Wentz, we both have Hashimoto's. She can eat foods that I can't eat. I can eat foods that she can't eat. Right. That's our reality. She can take supplements I can't take. I can take supplements she can't take. Our doses are different. So we cannot say that there is one way to do it. And I worry that patients are self-diagnosing and self-treating with supplements that they can buy based on information that's presented on any sort of public domain that we have so accessible to us these days, as opposed to doing the individualized work they need. There's a little soapbox. <laughs> no, no, and I love so the fact that you, you talk about the individuality, because when peop, there are people that see, you know, you know, certain practitioners even, and they leave with $400 a month in supplements. So I love the fact exactly. that you also said, that you deal with the gut first, right? So if the gut yes, is working always. functionally, okay, then that means that the body is able to digest things. Like you said, the, the supplements come in to tweak, you know, specific yes. things, not just we're going to, you know, treat this for the CBS, treat this for methylation, treat this, right. you know, 
they talked about i think dr ben talked about that on the on the uh, uh genetic summit as well you know be leery of people that treat you know you leave basically with all of these supplements to treat these particular problems that doesn't do anything either that's not a that's not a functional uh, approach for people to be able to actually absorb the nutrients. You know, it's still a Band-Aid. I look at that as no different than physicians that prescribe pharmaceuticals Correct. for each yes. specific problem. Supplements yes. can, be, can be treated the exact same way, which is not a healing protocol. It's still a Band-Aid. As can diet. That, you know, diet falls into that same terrain. I think, you know, there, that we think like, oh, this is the way. This is, I have autoimmunity. I should eat an autoimmune paleo diet forever. So, yeah, I think, it's, I think you're absolutely right. There's a lot. It's very akin to what goes on in um, an allopathic realm, but we've just kind of translated it over, and it's presumably, quote, unquote, safer. But in terms of shifting the terrain in which the condition expressed itself, it's still doing or potentially doing some damage. More harm than good. I'm feeling very right. proud of us, Tiffany, because huh? we've, I said, I'm feeling very proud of us because we have always maintained individuality on the show. We say it at the end of every single show, Andrea, and, you know, it really is just so important. Everybody is so different. Or even if they're not yes. that different, they're just different. Everybody's different. Yes. You yeah, know, I want to take a minute here. Andrea, is it Andrea or Andrea? I, I would love to know how it's you pronounce Andrea. her name. <laughs> Andrea, okay, good. It's Andrea, but I, I've been called all of them, so I, I don't actually <laughs> object. I'm used to it, but it's Andrea. You know, when I noticed that Dan and I were both saying it different, I'm like, oh, you know, we really should ask and see what <laughs> it is. Well, and I say it different, you know, because I said, I think last week I said Andrea Nakayama uh, is coming uh, on the show next did, week. yeah. I did. So see, I change it up. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no we're, worries. We're going. I'm used to we're going to go a little bit French and floral with your name, Andrea. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I love it. It's elegant. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So now we've we any more any more bloopers that you want to focus those on? I think those will hold the bloopers for now. Let's okay. let's stay there for some bloopers. Now let's get into the good stuff. The system, your three tiers of genetic mastery. Can you walk yes. us through us? Tell us more about that. I can. So this is something I created for um, both patients and practitioners, but particularly to train the practitioners that I teach because there is that desire, as we've discussed, to go for the dysfunction, to go for the jugular. And when we think about epigenetics, Epigenetics is, again, the, the uh, constituents that bathe the genes. And those constituents are many. They are inflammatory markers. They're cytokines from our inflammation. They're neurohormones, hormones. There's a lot going on in our body. And as you said, we need to get the body functional. So what the three-tier systems is, is what I call tier one are the non-negotiables, and we can talk about that. Tier two is deficiency to sufficiency, and that's basically what we were just talking about with the supplements, but there's more to talk into there. And tier three is dismantling the dysfunction. 
And when we go to the physician level, even a functional physician is usually looking to work at the tier three level. Here's the diagnosis and here's what you do, or here's the lab markers and here's what, how we're going to treat it. Oftentimes, unless you're working with a properly trained functional medicine nutritionist, you are skipping tier one and tier two, or you're trying to do it yourself, and it, as a result, you might not be really clinically getting the grip that you need on your healing journey or healing potential. So non-negotiables, if we just kind of double-click there on the non-negotiables, what are the non-negotiables for a thyroid patient? Well, like you said, Tiffany, digestion is key. If the digestive system is not functional, then we are not absorbing the, the nutrients we need and we're contributing to the state of dysfunction. So when we talk about digestion, I'm talking head to bum. So our thoughts to begin with, which is the cephalic phase of digestion, that actually helps us to get the secretions going that we need to break down and digest our foods. We have to think about the oral microbiome and what's going on in the mouth. We have to think about the state of the stomach. You know, uh, dysfunctions like H. pylori are associated with thyroid disorders, but they're also associated with not being able to digest our proteins, which are contain constituents that help us feel good every day, amino acids, right? So what's going on in the stomach? How about the small intestine? That's where all absorption happens. We need to make sure there isn't a condition like intestinal permeability or leaky gut. And so many patients who have thyroid issues have constipation. And if I always say, if somebody's not pooping, like you can't pass go. We got to make sure the body's working and eliminating or we're contributing to the toxic environment. That terrain is toxic. So really top to bottom digestion, in my opinion, even while we're figuring out what's going on, is part of tier one. It's a non-negotiable. It's part of what we need to do to ensure that we're setting the environment, we're setting the stage for healing potential. And when we get digestion working and functional, what else? clears up. This is, a, 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 I call this clearing the muddy waters. Like when we clear the muddy waters, what else clears up without us even having to go to tier three? So tier one is the non-negotiables. Of course, there's going to be environmental things we want to do for thyroid, um, people with thyroid conditions like getting the fluoride out, cleaning our drinking water. We're going to want to make sure we have nutrients in our diet. Uh, and get some things out that are inflammatory. For me, top level, gluten, dairy, refined sugar, those need to be out as a non-negotiable if we're looking at an inflammatory condition. And then we have to get into the particulars for that individual. What does that particular person's healing diet look like? Non-negotiables, you know, I'm going to ask you, you guys, what your non-negotiables. For me, it's going to bed by 10 or 10.30. My non-negotiables are making sure that I'm not in toxic relationships. Non-negotiables are vast. And if we as patients spend time thinking, what are my non-negotiables? What makes me feel better? What makes me feel worse? In functional medicine, we call that a mediator. If we know our mediators, we are back in the driver's seat. That's when we really take control. 
And for some of us as patients, we can do a lot of that work on our own by tracking and looking. And for other people, when the terrain is really confused and complicated, it might take somebody working with somebody that does understand tier one work. How do I break this down and track with you to get into the nitty gritty of what actually makes you feel better and worse, even if it's incremental? Does that make sense? So for me, tier one of the epigenetic or genetic mastery is to find your non-negotiables, and that doesn't happen in a day. It takes time and energy and tracking, but again, you are back in the driver's seat as a patient when you better understand your non-negotiables. So that's tier one. Do you guys have non-negotiables? Definitely. Uh, I have have a couple for sure. Um, When I go to bed... Not by 10 o'clock, you know, it, it doesn't work for me. It, it yeah. absolutely doesn't work for me. When I forget to drink my water, you know, I can, it's immediate. I'm like, oh, my God, I've right. had enough water. You know, it's, I definitely yeah. have some things that, that I absolutely are non-negotiables. <laughs> sleep is my big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you're a it's great huge. sleeper. Yeah. You're a great sleeper. It's, it's the difference between, I'll give you an example. I have a, a, a couple little uh carriers that sleep with me and recently they've had some tummy issues and so I've been waking up like five and six times at night to take them out to go potty because they wake me up like literally they're like get up which I'm grateful for I'm not complaining please but so the last four or five nights I haven't you know I haven't had well last night was the first night I slept all the way through but and I'm so incredibly grateful but I had a rough couple of days because uh, when I yeah. don't sleep, you know, that was the big thing when I took care of my mom with Alzheimer's. My husband knew, he's like, you have to sleep eight hours. You know, he always tells people, if she sleeps eight hours, she can do anything. If she doesn't sleep, you might as well just stick a fork in her because she's done. Like, I don't think clearly, yeah. I don't, you know, right. uh, I get stressed easily. It's just, so he literally took the 12-hour shift at night to manage my mother so I could sleep during, you know, sleep at night. And it was the difference between that being uh, workable and and not workable. So sleep for me is non-negotiable. And I would say, you know, sleep and poop. Like for me, I said poop. If somebody's not pooping, we can't pass go. If somebody's not sleeping, we can't pass go. If somebody's blood sugar is out of whack, we really can't pass go. Those are functional things that the body needs. And they're not easy. We can't just say, hey, Tiffany, sleep. Go sleep, right? Or (laughs) poop, you're not pooping. Like that actually takes some clinical intervention based on specifically what's happening for each person. One person's sleep may be, I try to go to sleep and I'm not falling asleep. One person's sleep problem may be, I wake up three times during the night. One person's might be, I wake up to go pee. One person's maybe, I'm waking up at 3 a.m. and then I'm up until 6 when I fall back asleep, but I have to be getting up at 7. We can't just say, hey, go sleep. Sleep is a non-negotiable. We have it's to a non-negotiable. bring the lens. Right. And then we have to we were giggling about functional nutrition is, right? Because we, we need were to bring giggling about lens. poop before you came on. Right. But well, I, really I know. Want, I really, this is going to sound terrible, Andrea, but I want you to talk a little bit about poop. There is a lot of information 
of health and wellness in your elimination process. And yes, that's a non-negotiable for me because if I don't, I'm bloated, I'm grumpy, I'm irritated. I mean, it's just so so I I probably do have a lot of non-negotiables that I'm just not thinking about yeah. like blood sugar, that's exactly. another one. Oh, but definitely. poop is huge. That is Yeah, well, so yeah. and when you say poop is huge, you don't mean um you oh, don't necessarily God. mean that you know if you are uh, going because of a magnesium supplement or something like that that's not exactly what you mean you mean why and what's the root cause of why do you need that supplement Absolutely. or why do you need the extra not to mention exactly. how you're pooping i took a probiotic exactly. one time and i i normally have it, it sounds terrible but nice shape and and you know the you know, where you wipe cleanly and the whole nine yards, and which is really important. And it's, it's terrible because no one really wants to talk about poop. But there's exactly. a lot of information in how someone is going totally. to the bathroom. And yes. um, I took a probiotic one time, and I was pooping like a goat. Like I went from yeah. these beautiful poops to pooping like a goat. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this is not working. <laughs> I have goats. Yeah. So I, I unfortunately don't know <laughs> I what that, that looks like. But you know, that's a different type of constipation. And I love the fact that you pointed out that there is no thing as one size fits all for probiotics as well. You know, I always scratched my head on that one. So mm-hmm. 90 billion, 13 strains, you know, and I used to think in my head, well, what if someone needs, you know, nine strains of bifidum bacteria and not so much lactobacillus exactly. or, you know, I would scratch my head for years. So the fact that yeah. you actually said that is is really important for people to know. It's it's a very probiotics are a very individualized thing and you have to evaluate the practitioner that you trust has to evaluate your digestive system before you can just throw one out there. Exactly. And everything, you know, I I love the direction the conversation has gone because this is really what we're speaking into is what functional nutrition is. It has to be looked at through the lens of somebody who understands physiology, can think clinically and bring that insight to the case so that they're scratching their head. I'm scratching my head when you say this probiotic doesn't work for me, I actually can have some insight about your body by what doesn't work, by your bloopers. Your bloopers along the way tell me something about you and what will work, right? So everything that happens, every reaction you have, when I have a clinical lens and I'm not just prescribing diet or, you know, giving the functional a name that's tacked on, which seems to be in vogue these days, but really getting the body to function, that's when I start to be able to make some clinical intervention and say, wait a minute, you're not pooping and you have thyroid issues and you're not sleeping and you haven't, you know, done X, Y, and Z, but you're not feeling better on that medication. Oh, yeah, I get it. Let's back up and get to your non-negotiables. And they're going to look different for everybody. Some of them are the same. We're all saying sleep, but our challenges with sleep may be different. And we need to look through that lens. So I want to, I know we're going to run out of time, but I just want to quickly say that tier two is what I call deficiency to sufficiency. And I want to link that back to the conversation we were having about supplements and people just self 
prescribing supplements or bringing things in willy-nilly. And that deficiency to sufficiency is that orthomolecular realm. What am I deficient in? And where do I have needs? So I don't just mean in magnesium or diverse bacteria or B vitamins or, um, you know, alpha lipoic acid. I don't just mean that in terms of deficiency. I might have deficiencies in secretions like enzymes or hydrochloric acid. I might have deficiencies in hormones like producing enough cortisol that's usable for me. I might have deficiencies in progesterone that makes me extra dominant. So again, bringing a clinical lens to the realm of deficiency and how do I bring myself into sufficiency. And when we do tier one and tier two, we have shifted the terrain in which that dysfunction manifested. And that's where healing truly happens. It's not just addressing the dysfunction. It's saying this dysfunction is a root that is actually taking place in this soil that is, that is not good soil. How do we shift what the soil is so that that tree root can be as healthy as possible? I love that. And there, mm. there's many different, each different person can have come to that dysfunction in a different way. I, lo- I absolutely totally. love that. I love that. <sighs> I just wanted to stomp my foot and... Be like, okay, exactly. <laughs> that. Yes. Well, that. it's terrible. It's 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 sound. You know, Andrea, you make it sound very simple, which it actually is. You know, you can't start at Z. You have to start at A. You know, and yeah. there's you know many different situations, many different thyroid patients. Like you said, how they got there, whether they have tissue damage with medication or whether they can actually alter their nutrition. And, and, you know, they're in that position where they can repair it, you know, and, and maybe not necessarily yeah. need medication at that time. You right. can't give that broad blanket to everybody because you're going to put that person with significant tissue damage in a very, you know, uh, compromised position. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I always tell people you need to interview your practitioner. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds silly, <laughs> But really, like, what is the foundation and, and, and what is, how are you going to proceed from here? You know, even with your physician, right. you know, are you willing to test these multiple things and are you willing to prescribe desiccated thyroid if that's needed? Are you going to help me with nutrition if maybe I don't necessarily need to go on medication? Nobody thinks of interviewing their practitioner. Do we resonate? Yes. You know, to me, it's yes. essential as interviewing a mate. This is your person yes. for a lifetime of, you know, relationship as far as your health comes down to. You know what I'm saying? You and have it should to be a long-term relationship, which Absolutely. means that that practitioner really get, needs to get to know you, like really get needs to get to know all of the little aspects about you so that they can continue on with you. It's not about switching practitioners. It's actually about creating a relationship where somebody knows you and can help direct you and isn't also putting down the other practitioners you're working with. I like to say it's a yes and. It is not about not doing medical intervention. I'm not against medical intervention. It's a yes and, and we need to make the decisions that are appropriate for the person and their goals. And everybody should have a practitioner on their case that can help guide them 
so they're not alone and not just being swayed by somebody's belief system of what works for them. Wow, amen to that. We just love <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Love you guys. It's fun to be here. Such a good conversation. So do you want to just touch, I know you probably have to go and have many clients and classes and all kinds of good stuff. Do you want to touch on Tier 3 real quick? I mean, is there a simplified version of Tier 3? There's no simple version of Tier 3. The truth Uh is, whatever the dysfunction I know, whether it's SIBO or Lyme disease or, you know, Hashimoto's or, you know, multiple or a multifactorial situation, whatever it is, it exists in a terrain that's unique to the individual. It's a downstream, it's in what functional medicine we call a downstream factor. So the Hashimoto's, the thyroid disorder, the small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, all of it only exists because the factors conspired together, life, genetics, microbial environment, all of it, conspired together to lead to that manifestation. So it often needs to be addressed. Candida, you know, all of it needs to be addressed. And we need to look at the terrain in that allowed for that dysfunction to come into being. So that, I don't say that the three tiers are sequential. They have to be looked at through the lens all the time, but we don't bypass tier one and tier two to just go for tier three. And in my opinion, that's why there's an increasing number of chronically ill patients looking and searching for the answer because there's not enough practitioners clinically able to look at tier one and tier two and actually shift the epigenetic terrain in which that dysfunction manifested. Agreed. And I feel strongly about this. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. So how do we hear that? How do we as patients Find these well-trained practitioners. We're tired of hearing all of these broad blanket, you know, do this, do that, do this, do that. You just became the the, the king guinea pig. How do we find the practitioners that have this down? Yes. So number one, you know, we have a clinic, so we're always accepting new patients and working. We work with people all over the globe. So feel free to visit us at fxnutrition.com forward slash counseling. And then I train practitioners and actually have certified practitioners. So I've trained about, at this point, over 2,500 practitioners in 58 countries. And then I have about, I think we're at 50 now of my certification, they're called functional nutrition and lifestyle practitioners, and they're all over the globe as well, and we're increasing that posse all the time. So you can always reach our us at fxnutrition.com forward slash counseling or support at fxnutrition.com. Um, that's another way. And then in terms of tracking to find your tier one issues for yourself, you can always get our Food Mood Poop Challenge ebook where I really do bring you into the beauty of tracking. And that you can find at fxnutrition.com forward slash FMP challenge. That's for F- food, mood, and poop. And mood is really not just how you feel, but 
all your signs and symptoms, and I explain that in the ebook. So reach out to us. You know, we, we're here in our counseling, our clinic to help people, and if you need somebody near to you, we can try to help make some connections for you. Love, love, love it. Yep, yep. Do you, before we close, do you want to mention what the freebie is? We'll talk about it, and we'll tell everybody where to find it, but if, do you want to talk about it really quickly that you guys, that you've offered sure. for today's listeners? Thank you so much, by the way. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you bet. So I do have my three tiers to Epigenetic Mastery um, ebook as well, and that is something that's created for practitioners, but... I um, appreciate that it also is very beneficial to the advanced patient like you two are and like I know your listeners are. So you can get that easily at fxnutrition.com forward slash thyroid nation. Yay. Thank you so much. We love what talking to you. We love we love your explanations. I just want to say that because you do make it. I mean, that's the reason you teach practitioners. You do make it so easy to understand. understand. And yeah. we appreciate that because there are tons of people out there with brain fog, myself included. And I just want you to know that, that you are, you know, one of the people that we look forward to, you know, hearing from and that we love because, because Thank of that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate hearing that. You're welcome. Are you all ready for the holiday? Are you have wonderful trips planned? Or no, I do have trips, (laughs) one on top of another, and I am so not ready. Are you guys ready? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Kinda. (laughs) (laughs) It's the neglected area of my life, but uh, yes, I'll get there. And anything new and exciting on the horizon, really quick, before we hang up. Well, we're, I have my, on the practitioner front, there's a lot more going on. I'm about to release my new ebook, um, which is called The Field Guide to Functional Nutrition. So if anybody is a practitioner listening, make sure that you come over and visit us. You can just go to um, fxnutrition.com and, and you know, make sure that you let us know you're a practitioner. We're working on more assets for doctors because we recognize that doctors don't have this scope or expertise. So we're looking on um, at gaining more partnerships. And then we're always looking to advance our successes in our clinic and really meet the needs of more individuals. So lots going on all mm. the time. It's very exciting. But, you know, my, my, uh, my mission is really, you know, training as many practitioners to do this work because it's so important. Well, we just love you and we wish you Thank all you. of the energy and focus and everything to make all of this happen for uh for everybody the practitioners the the patients we just love we love your work we do we do much thanks for having me i wanted to tell you i always think about you when um i'm I'm writing down things about my health and things stuff because you you mentioned one time uh the medical memoir yes and i love that really but that's, That's kind of deal. what the tracking is. Yeah, is yeah, it? great. I love that, Anna. Yeah, yeah. That's so great to hear. I just wanted you to know because I think about it all the time. So, um, so thank you for that, and thank you for joining us. We do love you. Uh, we really appreciate what you do for the world, and 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 we're glad that we get a chance to talk to you. So thanks so much. Have a have a happy holiday. Thank you. And we'll hope you very too. happy holiday. Yeah, you too. Happy holidays to you both. Thank you so much.
Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. You know, you can see, this is going to sound so silly, but you can see in her picture the balance and the loveliness and the health that radiates from her. Is it just me? <laughs> because it's no. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Her picture, I mean, yeah, she does. She looks like she feels good and she just looks lovely. She looks like one of those people you, you know, you feel good when you walk into the room if she's there, you know, she just looks like that. And I love that you pointed out how simple she makes it, you know, just the, the clarity and simplicity that she brings to her work, which is just, it's just awesome. And her freebie for Thyroid Nation, again, is fxnutrition.com forward slash Thyroid Nation. So very cool. So very cool. And again, thank you so much, Andrea, for for uh, putting that out there for Thyroid Nation listeners. <sighs> Replen- you can find all things, Andrea. I'm like in a flower field. It's like, okay, come on, bring, back to the party. <laughs> you can find all things, Andrea, at replenishpdx.com, holisticnutritionlab.com, fxnalliance.com, and then, like uh, the freebie, like Dana said, at fxnutrition.com forward slash thyroid nation. Oh. I believe she, yes. ha- she has everything forwarded. Um, so at, if you at go to FX Nutrition, yeah, FX Nutrition yeah. Is, the, is the hub. So fxnutrition.com. Dot com for all things yep. Andrea. For all things Andrea Nakayama. Oh. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's the reason we have her on the show so much. Because she's fabulous. Because we love her. Right. Yes. Because we love her. And, and we should fabulous. have asked her for tips on teen boys. That's next. Yes. Andrea, we we're going to have. have you back with, for tips for your teen um, boys. Yes. <laughs> because our boys are four days apart. Oh, my heavens. <laughs> right. Uh, 16. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, both Tiffany and I were pregnant uh, during 9-11. Surely that had something to do with something. Surely that. Oh, that was definitely an eventful pregnancy. Well, not a pregnancy mm-hmm. so much. It was a wonderful pregnancy, but yes. Yes, my son was born uh, October 18th. That was pretty. Yeah. yeah, what a, yeah. Wouldn't that have been fun to be pregnant together? That would have been so much fun. Well, we were. <laughs> we would have gotten in, I mean, if we knew each other, we would have gotten in all kinds of trouble. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh my gosh. I know. Okay, guys, thank you, as always, to you, our listeners. Uh, We love doing this for you. And if you appreciate the shows, we would more than be happy to have a little bit of a review from you on iTunes, truly. If you go to iTunes.com and search Thyroid Nation Radio, there's also a link on the ThyroidNation.com page for the radio show. And you can also go to ThyroidRadio.com. So if you enjoy the show, we'd love a little review. And, mm-hmm. sorry, and if you missed any of the Thyroid Nation podcasts, you can easily download them and listen to them at your leisure, your leisure, on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Yes, and please be sure to check out our amazing sponsor. We talked a little bit about probiotics during the show. The unique spore-based probiotic, thriveporbiotic.com. And it is a spore-based probiotic, so it is a little bit mm-hmm. different. 
So a bit different, um, we, very unique. Very unique. So um, I believe that it does have uh, lots of benefits for lots of people. So definitely check that out. Yeah, and, and you can sure go to... back and listen to Kieran Krishnan talk yes, a little bit about the uniqueness of this uh, probiotic and the foundation for the research and everything else. Uh, we did interview him, uh, Kieran Krishnan, through Thyroid Nation Radio, and he is amazing. He's one of those amazingly intelligent people, just like Andrea, that has a, a very simple way of explaining things that makes it easy to understand. But you can go back and check out that pro, uh, that podcast on on probiotics. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, wanted to throw that in there. Okay. <clears throat> and make sure to follow Thyroid Nation at thyroidnation.com on Facebook. Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, pretty much everywhere. But we also have a Hashimoto's and Graves Facebook support group. So if you type in Hashi's, apostrophe S, you'll find it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Of course, Dana, and I always want to remind you. Do you want, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I did. I was going to say, but I just wasn't sure when, so I hadn't scrolled down to the next page. I definitely want to mention t- uh, Jenny and I's. Feels like Tiffany. They they were born on the same day. Jenny Mahar and, our, and I's new uh, uh, venture that we have going. It is uh, amazing. It is you're going to be fabulous. We are launching it in January. It's an online lifestyle platform. It is called Thyroid Refresh. Please check it out. Get on our list. You can uh, learn all about what we're doing behind the scenes and the actual launch <clears throat> date. We're also going to be doing um, some freebies and some, some really cool gift baskets and things for some of those people that sign up. So there's just so much going on. If you want to follow our journey, please check out thyroidrefresh.com. Very, very, very exciting. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. So get on that email list. And it's yep. a beautiful, inviting, very inviting page. Online lifestyle platform. platform. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thyroid refresh. Okay. Dana and I, of course, always want to remind you it is a, it's a pretty much a, a foundation of Thyroid Nation Radio that wellness is a journey and takes continual maintenance and evaluation. Andrea really spoke to the individual nature of each patient and how important it is to address the individual. Please make sure to always listen to your own body. You have your own unique diagnostician that is incredibly helpful and paramount to your health and wellness. You have to be mindful of what it's telling you. That information, like she said, I love the fact that she spoke to that, can actually help your practitioner as well, right? You are unique. What happens with everything and every protocol is very unique to you. So engage and become part of the partnership. Yes, become part of your own partnership. That's, I love right? that. Yep. It is. It's, it is so. Um, and interview these practitioners. Don't be a guinea pig. That hmm. should be a hashtag. Don't be a guinea no pig. No more I love guinea it. pigs. Well, no, that sounds <laughs> kind of mean to the animals. <laughs> 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 the, I can picture the guinea pig in a couple. No of more guinea pigs. Oh, that's down. terrible. No, no we're pigs. not. We're not using ah. that. We don't want to be guinea pigs anymore. So we need to make sure that that, is, that these practitioners are well trained when they're giving you advice. And I'm pounding my hand on the table because it's very, very important and critical to your wellness. Yes, it is. 
This is Dana. And Tiffany. Your Thyroid Nation Thrivers, bringing the collective voice of thyroid thrivers worldwide so that together, united we heal. Thanks, guys. We'll have a couple of weeks break, and then we are starting back in the new year, 2018. Thank you guys so much. We have enjoyed this year. We're looking forward to a brand new start, a brand new exciting year. Bye-bye. And have a wonderful holiday.